let me jump in because we have Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni join us. Nick, first of all, appreciate you taking the time. Rob Ellis, Devin Caney, first off, want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We appreciate you hopping on. Yeah, sure. You guys, you guys as well. Sorry, sorry, Ross. How, yeah, you know what? How dare you, Nick, interrupt, interrupt Ross? No, he's not uh, a role too. Nick, let me ask. I, I want to ask you the same question I hit Jason Kelsey with uh, right out of the shoot. How crazy was it in the Sirianni household having a Christmas Day game for you to be able to do all the you know presents and all the other stuff, and then you know get there as early as you get there for a, for a football game? Yeah, it wasn't all about the Sirianni household. It may have been a little bit more crazy for just uh, Nick Sirianni personally because <laughs> no, my kids weren't thinking. My eight-year-old and my six-year-old and my three-year-old, they weren't thinking too much about the game when uh, Santa Claus was coming and all the presents were under the tree. Um, so, you know what, it was, it was something, you know, when you play a later game, your mind is so focused on the game all day long and and you're just you're really locked into it it was a good escape for for a little bit just to you know be around the family not that you can completely escape Mm -hmm. um but you know it was good to have a little bit of that a little unusual uh morning of game day to be able to take your mind um somewhere else for for a good hour and that's about all you get though (laughs) and then and then it's on to uh it's on to the game no question about it yeah nick i want to just jump into uh, the current state of the Eagles right now, what would you say the temperature of the team is? You know, we've been, we can speculate all we want here on the radio. Fans can, you know, about what's going down on the sidelines. There's been some clearly frustrating moments for the players. Um, Would you say that you guys are in a good space right now? Yeah, I would. Um, you know, we have uh, all our goals are ahead of us, um, and and we and we can attain all our goals. Still, we're still searching to play our play and coach our our best. Um, you know, and we and we know we can clean up some of the things that we've that we've done. I think that um, we, you know, obviously we all wanted to get back on track, right? We all wanted to get back on track, um, and you know, there are there's always going to be when you when you're when you're not when you don't play exactly how you want and you and you want to get back on track sometimes there's there's some frustration but you know what there's every game there's that's like that i think that it's important for us to make sure that and this starts with me to make sure that we correct the mistakes but also point out all the things that we're doing well also right i mean I, I, th- I look at like some of the some of the things like with AJ having 101 catches that's never been done in in Eagles history and and Jalen setting the touchdown mark and Smitty having a thousand yards again and DeAndre about to have a thousand yards rushing and Dallas is on a good track as well you know after missing three games and he'd be on his way to 800 plus yards had he not missed a couple games like there's a lot of good things where you know the third down like and so sometimes you can get so wrapped up in the negatives and i think that's just a part of our society right now is you get so caught up in the negatives that you don't sit there and appreciate some of the positives that are going on and cuz there's a lot there's a lot do we have to do some things better of course you name you see any football team in the nfl we every team's going to want to say that at this particular time and we, and us especially and we're working like crazy to get them, get them accomplished. But we got to find some joy, and I know we are finding some joy in the positives that we're having with our 11 and four record, leading the NFC East, and and having a big time game uh, on our schedule coming up right now. Nick, let me ask you. And you you met, brought this up yesterday, um, where 
you know, look, you're a very emotional guy. Everybody knows that you wear your heart on your sleeve. And but you even said yourself, you know, maybe I need to and I'm paraphrasing. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but maybe dial it back a little bit on the sidelines. I want you to first hear what Jason Kelsey had to say. We had him on a little bit earlier. I asked him about that. And then I'd love to get your reaction off of that. Here it is. One of the reasons Nick Sirianni is a great football coach is because of that emotion is because of that enthusiasm and competitive fire that causes that. Right. So, so, Coach, how do you how do you marry those two? What what Jason said, he loves that about you, but you also said, hey, maybe sometimes I need to curtail that a little. How do you how do you you know wed those two? Yeah, a coach that uh, that I used to work with and and everything like that used to always tell me a wise man avoids all extremes, right? And so it can't be extreme either way. And in that moment, what I was and I really appreciate uh, uh, Jason's words there um, means a lot. And and what I was saying in that moment, there's a time to be passionate and there's a time to be completely uh, calm and and in complete control. I think I've I've said this to I, I can't remember who I said this to before, but for the longest time. Like I, I didn't take any flights growing up. Uh, we didn't go on. I didn't go on my first flight until I was 23 years old, mm. uh, believe it or not. And for the longest time, like I, I never flew, so I was I was afraid to fly. And one thing that I would always do when I was flying, if I if we felt turbulence, I would look at the stewardess, and I and and if and if she or he was calm then I'd be calm. If I saw any look of panic on their face and I started to, or any look of distress on their face, then I gripped onto that seat a little bit tighter. And I, and I think of it that way sometimes, like there's a time and place to be passionate and there's a time and place to be completely calm. And I felt like in the game on, on, on Monday, I had a moment of, man, the stewardess looks, looks a little bit uneasy right now. Uh, You know, and I felt to myself, that's just myself thinking that what can I do to be better? You know, I always think about that in my sense of like how I'm managing the game, how the offense is, you know, the the plays, the players ready to go. And it's got to be also my demeanor on the sideline. Everything's in play. And so, um, you know, that's just what I was saying on that point. And, and, and again, I do think it's, and I appreciate Jason and I do think it's so important to be who you are. And, uh, but there's a balance. But there's also like sometimes, and I find this, you know, with my kids or whatever, where you got to be the adult in the room, right? And there was a situation where, you know, uh, you kind of got into it with Reddick a little bit. It looked like, and Jeremiah Washburn, and we don't know. We're not there, okay? And I get that's football. There's emotions are running high, man. You can't read too much in everything. But in that circumstance, is that one of those moments where you could have dialed it back, or do you think, you know what, somebody had to step in here? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, yeah. and that's where I'm saying with the, you know, with what I'm talking mm-hmm. about is that there's got to be times where I'm the, 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 I'm the, I'm the stewardess under control because I know that there's a passenger potentially looking at me, and uh, yeah, I, I would say it that way, and th- and that was in my heart and in my feeling that was one of those times. Okay, all right. Do, do you, let me ask you: Do you think you guys have played a complete game this season, in, in your estimation, all three phases? Yeah, I think we've had we've had some we've had some really good games, you know, and I think uh you know, we, we I think what you can do is you can get so locked in to you know you don't look at the big picture, you get so locked into to you know, the last three games of, you know, prior to this where where we lost, right? And obviously that stretch was a was a bad stretch for us, you know, and, and then to get back on, on course here, there were moments in this game. There were moments in this game that we had we played really good football and we had some mistakes. You know, we had some coaching mistakes, we had some playing mistakes, but that's part of this game. Like a complete game is where you're you know, you're playing um 
you're playing really good ball on each side of the ball in all three phases, and we've definitely had that. But to say that we're, there's going to be a perfect game, you show me a perfect game, and I'll show you a ton of mistakes, you know, a lot of mistakes that, that, the team, that the team had made, right? Or if you show me a player that has a perfect game or that's deemed to have a perfect game, I'll pick out five or six mistakes when I watch the game. So that's unrealistic. That's football, right? That's football. There's going to be ups and downs of a game. Um, but I definitely think that we've, we've played, you know, all three phases good. Perfect? No, because it's impossible in football. But good? Yes. I want to ask you about a game management, Nick, and that final offensive drive for you guys before the half where it looked like Jalen was going to go out of bounds and then looked like maybe he thought he could make it to the end zone, stayed in bounds, clock kind of ran out. Uh, can you take us through what happened on that drive? Yeah, I think I think it goes back to, you know, I felt like I got a little conservative, Devin, there on that drive and um, not wanting to give them the ball back uh, with time on the clock so they didn't have a, a, a possession. And I think I played that too conservative. There was a play, I think the, the, the you know, the play, there was a play on the sideline and Kenny um, had a play on the sideline and the clock ran and I took about, you know, I wanted to go on the ball, and there was there was some communication there, and, and then I had to burn a timeout. I think I wasted about 15 seconds, and it might have been even more than that. So I started that junk, right, and and, and that was me. And and then you know, Jalen, you know, we were out of timeouts. He makes a mistake of not stepping out of bounds. You know, again. Like we've done a lot of good things game management wise. That was not that was not our best, you know. And that's something we have to clean up. And that starts with me. Um, and then Jalen has to. But they made a mistake on that play too. Uh, that actually saved us when they tackled Jalen. They had to delay a game. If you lay on a guy mm-hmm. for too long, or if you affect the ball, um, which we talk about like a lot, you can't affect the ball. You can't lay on the guy too long. Lay on him just enough to waste a second. <laughs> but if you waste too many seconds, they're going to throw the flag. So they made the mistake and bailed us out. Um, but we have to be better in that spot. And, that, and again, um, Jalen knows that, uh, you know, and, and especially – and I just – and, I, again, like I said, I started that, that, uh, that junky drive out. Um, but we've, I feel like we've been good in those two-minute uh, areas. I think, um, I think we are the number two two-minute team in the, in the NFL as far as points scored. So there's been a lot of good football. And that's what – you know, and, Devin, that's where I'm saying, like, we, we have to clean those things up. Mm-hmm. But we can't lose sight of all the good that it's had. We can't lose sight of that Rams game where, it, it, where you go right down the field and score a touchdown um, with no time left on the clock. You can't lose sight of you know, some of these drives that we've had have been so good, so good in sense that we're the number two team in that. This was as of last week. We're the number two team in the NFL of it. And so, again, mistakes, yes, clean up, but a lot of good, too, from our players and our, and our, and our staff and our, our, you know, just the, the guys, you know, really making plays out there. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned mistakes, and it seems like there were also a couple just fluky moments. I, you can't even call them a mistake, I don't think, but I want to get your perspective on, you know, Boston Scott getting hit by Zacchaeus just in like a completely random, it seemed, incident, or he was pushed into him, and then Dallas Goddard slipping on that route. I mean, as a head coach, what are you saying to players? Because as a fan, it almost felt like in those moments the only thing you could do was kind of like chuckle. Like, how you can't really prevent that from happening. So what are you saying to the guys to kind of keep them going and bounce back from a mistake or a moment like that? 
sure. Yeah, there, there, there feels like there's been some fluky moments like that. You know, there was the interception or, uh, up for a touchdown against uh, for, against the Dolphins. That something like that happened with a tip ball and went. Like, there's been some moments. You know, there was an interception in the Jets game that kind of bounced off. You know, off a guy that the D tackle made. Like, so we've had some of those moments that those happen in football. And do they do they feel like sometimes they happen more in one year? Uh, than others, yeah, they they do. But sometimes when you're in it and you're living it, like we all are, the fans are, you are, uh, our team is. It does feel like you can ha- you have more of those. And so you know you, you try to always correct the fundamental of what happened, right? And um, you know whether that's with the slip or whether that's with the the fumble. But then also, you know, you, the I think football sometimes has a way of evening those things out when it's fluky, right? Just like we can get so wrapped up and then this is me i'm talking to myself right here we can get so wrapped up in like oh the call didn't go our way and i'll never say that publicly but i feel that way sometimes on the field but somehow these things all even themselves out because the next call goes your way right but we tend to focus right on the one that didn't go our way when we and then not to remember the one that did go our way and that's the same thing you know that's the same thing here with fluky turnovers like that they have a, a sense of of, of balancing each other out. Um, and so I know it, you know, and, and so with the, the fluke things that there's nothing you can do to prevent them. And I'm not saying there's, there's nothing we can do to prevent those last two, but like when there's nothing you can do to prevent them, I feel like those things even themselves out and you, and you just try to paint that picture of like, Hey, you know, this is a, this is a tough moment and let's just play the next play, play the next play, play the next play. That's the moment. That's the world you have to live in at all times of playing the next play and not, and learning from the past, but not dwelling on it. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni. Nick, last one, and we appreciate all the time you're giving us here. Uh, you got Jonathan Gannon coming up next. Uh, obviously, there's some emotions there. How much of an advantage, disadvantage is it that he knows you guys? You guys know his tendencies. Do we make too much of that from the outside looking in? How do you view that matchup? Yeah, that's a that's a. Well, how do you guys? Well, how you, let me ask you guys this first. How y'all feel about Gannon coming back in town? First of all, I think it's going to be very interesting at Lincoln Financial Field. <laughs> okay, I, he. I want as, yeah. mu- as much as I love Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, I want and I because I, I do. Like I hired him to be the defense coordinator. We had so many special moments within the past two years, and and my sentiment towards Jonathan Gannon is not the same of what I hear the city's mm-hmm. sentiment is. All right, I love him. All right, and and I'm always rooting for him, except for obviously. Uh, this week. I want him to feel so freaking uncomfortable though when he walks into that and, I, and I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him I said this. I want him to feel so uncomfortable, which I'm already sensing that that's going to happen, when he walks in that stadium that he never wants to come back to Philly again. Even if he left some stuff in his house that he's got to go back and pick up. I, I want this guy to feel so uncomfortable. But getting to your question. Um, to, answer, to answer your question. Um a lot of familiarity both sides, right? We've spent, we, and that's what's going to happen when you spend so much time together, not only in these past two years, but also the past five years that I worked with Jonathan. Um, and so um, there's going to be a lot of familiarity, familiarity on both sides. And, you know, I think, again, do we know him? Yes. Does he know us? Yes. So it's like there's, we have endless amounts of 
practice tape against each other, right? Uh, you know, scheme wise and, and and discussions and meeting rooms. So there's there's so much. Um, well, let you know what let's let's negate that by making him feel as uncomfortable as he possibly can. And we know we know him too, so it's it's a both and. Yeah, I, I don't think that's going to be a a struggle for the Eagles fans. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I, need, I even needed to say that, did I, guys? <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome, Nick. Listen, best of luck Sunday, best of luck rest of the way. We appreciate you giving us a couple minutes. Thank you. Yes, yeah, thanks so much. Take care. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you as well. Thank you very much. That is Nick Sirianni.